Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Great uh, piece up today about the budget and Josh Shapiro. Josh Shapiro, even the John Stewart uh, show, even Sh- Charlemagne the Great, the um, black uh, commentator, the guy that uh, has one of the most popular shows in America, going after Biden the other day and saying Biden is not a main character. Why can't it be somebody like, and he named Josh Shapiro as a nominee? So this guy is an existential threat, and the thing um, that I care about is the fact that he is here in Pennsylvania. And this is an issue where he's really tried to make his bones, telling us that uh, every child is a child of God. All right, here we go again, another big budget, a lot of money being spent on the public schools, and yet now the target are these cyber charters, which are wildly effective and have a lot of people because the charter schools can't keep up with the demand itself. Let's go to Guy here on uh, Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Guy, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. I didn't know, was that intro music? Do I do I get yeah. now intro music from Dan? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure the derivation. But, uh, Guy, uh, cyber charters, why are these the the one thing in the world that he doesn't want to spend the rainy day fund essentially on, and he wants to go after? He's going after them here. What's the play? Yeah, I mean, thanks for pointing it out. Uh, Look, the governor pledged the largest increase in public education ever, $1.5 billion more. But what got less attention is that he later followed that up by saying he wanted to cut cyber schools by $300 million. Um, so, again, as I said, you know, the governor giveth, the governor taketh away in, in my column. Look, I think he's doing it because they're an easy target. Uh, they're not like a traditional school in, in the sense of it's not a brick-and-mortar building that everyone can look to and say, gee, the governor wants to close this building or this school these students are by design, they're cyber students, they're spread across the state. There's nearly 70,000 of them. Uh, and as I share in my column, just to put that in context, that's over, that's over three times the size of the Pittsburgh School District. It's uh, over half the size of the Philly District and 70,000 children. And it didn't used to be 70, 30, it was about 25,000, 30,000. Why did we have this explosive growth? 
COVID and the lockdowns and parents sent their kids. They said, well, if you're going to teach my kid online, I'm going to send it to a school where my daughter or my son's going to learn from people who know how to teach online and are not learning on the fly. And the vast majority of them stayed and it continues to grow. It's the fastest growing part of education in Pennsylvania, nearly 70,000 students. Why? Uh, why is a governor who continues to say every child of God should be given the chance to succeed? Why would you cut funding in a budget where you're trumpeting how much more money you're going to spend? Why would you cut money to the fastest growing, most popular part of education today? It doesn't make any sense to well, me. Well, what do you think, though? What What is the uh, modus operandi? What is his goal here? I mean, this guy is incredibly clever. What's he up to? They're an easy target for him to uh, – I, I fear that he sees them as an easy target to try and carry back favor uh, with some of his uh, traditional teachers union allies. Uh, and, again, because these, these students are, you know, seven students here and five students there and 17 ah, students over there. Exactly. It's easy to spread them out. You can't – you know, it, it's hard – look, <laughs> I, I've worked with charter schools. Uh, you know, it's hard to organize them because the parents are from – everywhere so they're an easy target it look if you if you don't care about kids and you don't care about academic performance and you just want to score political points there you think they're easier to pick off and i think it's an attempt uh while he still talks about lifeline scholarships you know again the governor giveth the governor taketh away the governor says he wants to support lifeline I think, on the other hand, then he looks to his teacher union allies and says, well, but we can take some money from cyber schools. It's a shame because we're, he's, you know, like like Democrats, unfortunately, do sometimes is they pick winners and losers and one point five billion more for public traditional public schools, yet nearly three hundred million less. And all of it just boil it down to this. You know, we're going to spend money on we're going to spend more money on some kids, but take money away from other kids. It makes no sense to me. If money's part of the answer, then why are we taking it away from any children? Yeah, it's a great insight. And there is no answer to this. It is the inconvenient question on guys like this who wants to stick his toe in, get that he's a different type of Democrat. But then, thanks to people like you that are actually following this, we see what he's really all about. Uh, How much uh, uh, guy is... um, Shapiro, effective to uh, win Pennsylvania. Would that be the capstone if he's seen as the person that pushes him over the top in the presidential election? Look, no doubt. Uh, one of your one of your duties as a, as a governor is to try and deliver your state for your party, particularly in the swing states like you know Pennsylvania or North Carolina, or, you know Ohio. One of the things you're called upon by your party. Uh, is to deliver it. He will move heaven and earth. And look, what the, Governor Shapiro enjoys campaigning. He enjoys being out on the stump. He enjoys traveling across state in his bus. He enjoys public appearances. Uh, it's one of his strengths. I think he's going to relish it. Uh, I just hope before he hits the trail that we pass a budget that doesn't spend us into debt and that we actually do help every one of every child of God, as he keeps saying. So, so the, the Shapiro, the candidate the Democratic stalwart, we're going to see a lot this summer and fall. I just hope before he hits the trail, he takes care of business and fills through on a promise. You know, you can say the first year was a mulligan. You know, he, he wanted to he wanted to do lifeline scholarships and didn't. It was year one. Well, this is year two. This is when governors are really supposed to have learned their lesson, buckle down and get mm-hmm. their accomplishments. Let's see. 
Yeah, without a doubt. Now, this uh, Senate race, uh, I'm sorry, representatives race over in Lower Bucks County, in which the female candidate who we had on, nice woman, pocketbook issues, that's what she's about, loses by 35 points. NBC News uh, guy we're talking about ran a big piece on this. Nationally, it gets coverage. I realize there's a dearth of special elections, maybe, in addition to the New York one. What I'll tell you my takeaway from this, and it plays into what you've been diligent on. Republicans on this uh, didn't value it enough and still don't have the horses on mail-in balloting, attracting Mm -hmm. people. Democrats, just in this race, were out there giving away free vaping, manicures, pedicures if you registered to vote. Even you could win a couch. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hello. Yeah, guy, are you stunned by that or what happened there? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Well, no, I wish I had known. I would have told, you know, my, my daughter has to decorate her apartment. I would have told her. There uh, you go. Yeah. You yeah. sat on a free couch. Uh, we're doing it. I mean, we do it the old-fashioned way. We still go to stores and buy them. Yeah. I don't know how <laughs> touch we are. Um, look, uh, here, here's, I mean, here's the thing on mailing. Like, it's it's not a it's not a cure-all, right? You, you can't, you know, if, if David O. had had a historic mail-in ballot campaign, he wasn't going to catch Sherelle Parker. But it does matter in close races. And more importantly, when you're looking at it statewide, uh, you know, every community participating moves the needle. Uh, look, it, it's it's part and parcel. We have to do it. Uh, and, and in close races, it matters. The Bucks County race may have been out of reach. Uh, but I look at every one of these races. You go back, you know, you covered a lot a, a year ago, the special election in Upper Darby. Yes. Uh, when when uh, the, the the legislator there uh, misbehaved, as uh, shall we say politely. Um, but, but I look at every one of these races. Um, these are opportunities. This is spring training. 
We should be out there, you know, fielding grounders and batting. What do I mean by that? The Republican Party should be using every special election as an opportunity to learn and test, to have people go door to door, make phone calls, poke their friends on Facebook or social media, to do the things necessary. Look, again, the Bucks County race may have been out of reach because of the registration, but every time we don't engage in rolling up our sleeves, and getting more and more voters used to voting by mail, getting more and more volunteers used to asking about it. You know, when I saw you down in Kensington when Scott Pressler came to town, one of the things was, you know, when we went door to door in Kensington, it was, are you registered to vote? Will you register to vote? And will you fill out an application to vote by mail? It's all one conversation then and there. What can we do to get the the message? And that's that's the disappointment for me. Uh, and, and again, it, yes, it is about winning races, but some of these races is, is the stakes are against us, but we have to be practicing to get better. You know, again, if I could turn back the clock, we would have been doing it in 20 and 21 and 22 and 23, mm-hmm. but now is the time. And, and I think you're going to see, I'm told we're going to see, I believe we're going to see the beginnings of it in the primary uh, so that by the fall, at least we'll have done it well in the primary. Uh, it, look, it's something we have to embrace. President Trump lost by, you know, he won by less than a point. He lost by a little over than a point. We don't, you know, I said it before in your show, you're not talking about, we don't have to move the needle, you know, 2 million votes, you know, and and, an extra two or 300,000 mail-in ballots across the whole Commonwealth. We send Donald Trump to the White House and Dave McCormick to the Senate. It's It's a vastly different America if we just do the basics that we failed to do. I'm hopeful this is the time we finally do it. Yeah, I am, too, talking with you and uh, others. And uh, Laura Trump today singled out Scott Presler, a guy, and said if she's co-chair of the DNC, they're going to put him in charge of things like this, at least the ground part of it. Uh, President Trump uh, hasn't embraced this yet. I'll put it politely. He's got to. Whatever whatever the, the failings are around this, we're not going to win Pennsylvania unless we embrace this, and it's a knowable. And you've been in politics uh, as long as anybody I can get skillfully. Sometimes they're unknowable, and unknowable scares me because you throw a lot of resources and money out. A knowable, though, you and I know if we do this well, Pennsylvania is probably going to go Republican, and the Senate is going to go for Dave McCormick. It's a knowable, so just do it. No, I mean, look, you've made the case. I mean, that's the case right there. President Trump won the state by less than a point. President Trump lost the state by little over a point. The Democrats control the state house by one seat. If I told you that, that what, you know, what we had to do was one thing and do it well, and we literally, you know, we, we may be able to win the White House without Pennsylvania. They can't. There is no math. There is no mathematical formula that Joe Biden is president if he loses Pennsylvania. If Dave McCormick is the United States Senator, the Republicans run the Senate. Uh, Doing those things will probably take the House back to Republicans in Pennsylvania. This is all doable. This is this is like telling, you know, a marathon runner, if you train every day, you will win a medal. If you train every day, you'll win a medal. It's sitting right there. Uh, And again, it, it is very, very important. But not an overwhelming task. We're we're winning and losing these races by a point or two. A few hundred thousand people across the state. Every you know, if everybody listening to you were to do it, it's in our control. You move the needle, and the world is a vastly di- different, a vastly better place. 
by doing this one thing. We have to embrace it. It's a tool that's necessary. We started the last election 1.4 million votes behind. We started 1.4 million votes behind. That is enormous. If we cut that down to a million, which is still enormous, if we cut it down to a million, we win. Yeah. So I don't understand why we would do any other thing than do it. It's about winning. And you talk about last minute. Look, look, you and I lived through it, right? Uh, you, you and I lived through it a week a week ago with the special election. What happened on election day? It snowed. Yep. It exactly. snowed. I mean, there's there's the there's your commercial. The Democrats had banked, I believe, almost sixty percent of their votes for their candidate before election day. They only had to get the remaining votes on election day, uh, the remaining small percent of election day. The Republicans are trying to get it all. That's a reason. Scott's talked about it. Look, something happens with your car. You've got to take your kid. Your kid's yep. sick. You've got to go visit your mom. Bank the vote. And, and again, as you said, Donald, it's the other thing. It's the last minute thing that happens in the news. That's the other thing. Uh, they could you know, change things. You know, we watched the debates two years ago and said, my goodness, how could anybody vote you know, for John Fetterman? Well, the reason was that, that half of his votes were already banked. It didn't matter. The debate was a meaningless exercise. So let's get our votes in. And it's sitting right in front of us. There aren't a lot of times in life, as you say, the the knowable, the thing you can do. If you had one thing, you know, whatever you're trying to do in life, if I told you you could do one thing and you could be richer or healthier or win, what would you do? This is one time where everybody's telling you there's one thing we do. If we do it well, we probably win the White House and the Senate. I'm willing to roll up my sleeves and do it. Uh, you are a guy. Tell us where you can find the recent column. Sure. Um, Broad and Liberty is uh, my column. Uh, you know, Dom, you and I will remember probably Dan, I don't know, but there was a movie back in the day and it was called Children of a Lesser God. Yep. And uh, that's, that's the name of this one. Uh, so it's in Broad and Liberty. And uh, you can find all of my columns there. If you really are up late at night and can't sleep, you can click on my name. You can see every one of the columns uh, and send me some comments. Let me know how they are. And uh, you can even read some of my stuff about mail-in voting. So thanks for the opportunity to talk about it. You know, two things I'm passionate about. You said I want to win. And then when I win, I want to do the things we promised. I want to win. And then I want to, you know, bring scholarships and, and choice to parents and kids and That's why I write about it, and I appreciate the chance to talk about it. Thank you, Guy, as always. Guy Shiraki here on Talk Radio 1210. By the way, our buddy, Scott Presler, Dan, you tell me the filming he's engaged in today, that's why he couldn't be on, is with Don Trump Jr. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything when we were texting earlier. He mentioned it, but he did just post it on Twitter. He has officially thanked Don Trump Jr. for having him uh, today. And yes, today he was unavailable for our show because he was over filming with Trump Jr. Um, And I got to ask, what kind of conversations yep. are you think are they're having behind the scenes there? Well, it tells me Laura Trump on today said, yes, yeah, she's going to put him in charge inside the RNC of the grassroots uh, registration, mail-in balloting, etc. So Scott says he'll be on with us tomorrow at 2 p.m. Okay, perfect. All right, so um, the takeaway here is embrace mail-in balloting. You know, any argument, I still have people emailing me stuff. Stop it already. I just filed this under you don't want to win. Because we're not going to stop mail-in balloting at this point, meaning it will be in effect through this election in Pennsylvania and in many swing states. So embrace it. We don't have to win with it. You just have to come close or relatively close. That's the message. If that happens, it's going to be a different world. If it doesn't, it's going to be worse.
All right. Uh, we got all that uh, coming up, but right now it is time for It's Dobbs Money Melody. All right, today we're playing for a $25 gift card to Dunkin' Dunkin' Donuts. Stan, what's the backstory? Yeah, so Dom, today we're talking about quirkiness in Philadelphia, and I put someone who's a little bit quirky, but from the Philadelphia suburbs, Dom, and she, uh, we often do cover songs on Money Melody, and she, uh, she has this original song that's covered and heard by at least half the nation, I would say, on a regular basis. Uh, well, maybe not half the nation, but a huge, huge audience listens to a cover song of one of her originals uh, on a weekly basis. But, Dom, that's a big clue if you can read between the lines. Uh, I want to know today who it is covering this song by Leslie Gore. Uh, again, Dom, she is from the Philadelphia suburbs. And, uh, yeah, one of her original songs is heard on a weekly basis covered. So, Dom, we want to know who this is today singing. Take a listen. Yeah, I thought sounds it was like the as good right? as the original. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I won't say it. I might be too good of a clue. But 855-839-1210. You get in, hit us with that. You got a $25 gift card to Dunkin' Donuts. We'll see if we can get a winner uh, coming up. And um, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, so many other things we got to today. Imagine, this is perfect for the uh, reading, writing, and reason. A high school in Massachusetts... Where the request is, and it's not just hype, they actually officially request it to send in the National Guard. Now, I taught in some bad schools, but the National Guard? How could an American school ask to have the National Guard send it? We'll tell you about that, too. It's the Money Melody. Show me the money. All right, every day at about 2.13, Dom's Money Melody, $25 gift card today. Let's hear the clue again, Dan. You don't own me. I'm not just one of your many toys. You don't own me. Don't say I can't go with other boys. All right, who is covering that song? Let's go to Paul in South Jersey on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Paul, afternoon. Who's covering the song? Is it Joan Jett? Yes, it is, Paul. Unusual voice there from Paul, but we will accept that answer. Congratulations. Congratulations, Paul. I'll put you on hold. Yes, Paul. There's Paul. There's Paul. Was that your kiddo, Paul? It's my my daughter, Gianna. I can never get these names right. Uh, <laughs> well, congratulations, Gianna. That's congratulations, awesome. Gianna. Thank you. Nice tagging. Glad we you were Better along get her a macchiato there, Paul, with yeah, that Duncan gift yeah, card. Yeah, there you go. She should get half of that at least. <laughs> nice job. At least, right? Nice job. <laughs> Thank I'll, you. I'll put you on hold, Paul, and, and uh, enjoy. Yeah. All right. We'll do it all again tomorrow, maybe with another uh, good prize. And yeah, that was kind of unusual. I'm sorry. Paul. A very convoluted question today, huh? Yeah. No, it was fine. Okay. And that, sorry, just to clear up that weekly thing yeah. that uh, I said at least half the nation, I don't know if it's that big of right. an audience, hears is Carrie Underwood's waiting all day for Sunday night. As we all listen to, Sunday night football is a, uh, a, a 
It's not a cover directly, different words, but it is a take on Joan Jett's Hate Myself for Loving You. All right, a couple of things here now. I mentioned this high school. A number of Brockton, a member, a number of Brockton School Committee members, school board, say they officially want the National Guard deployed to Brockton High School to address a disturbing increase in incidents related to violence, security concerns, and substance abuse. Though the mayor said in a statement that he opposes the use of the National Guard at Massachusetts' largest high school, he forwarded the committee member's request to Governor Maura Healy. Uh, This governor has the authority to deploy the National Guard in times of emergency, whether natural or human-made. They're formally requesting the National Guard be deployed to this high school. This is pretty rare. It's a pretty big school. Most schools are small, not too many this big. Uh, 3,586 students experiencing what teachers describe as a shocking level of chaos and violence. Uh, They are prompted to seek immediate assistance to prevent a potential tragedy. Wow. So... Uh, are there schools that I've been in where you would need the National Guard? No, I, I don't think. But I've been in Camden schools. I've seen wild stuff, violent stuff, fights, and which one kid threatened to bite off the ear of everybody else in the fight, stuff like that. But uh, National Guard, this is uh, pretty severe can stuff. I, can I go on a rant real quick? Yeah. Because I, I don't know why they don't direct the anger where it should be. Like, National Guard, calling for the National Guard yeah. is a bit ridiculous. When I, I think it's it's pretty clear, Dom, what the issue is with the kids, in my eyes at least. And it's when you when you have a society that's essentially, essentially pushing for lawlessness... Right. Uh, kids, 12, 13-year-olds, my, my nephew, very impressionable. Uh, I, I can imagine looking on social media, seeing this stuff, mm-hmm. uh, being promoted. Prom- it looks cool. I, I see why kids are acting out at a ridiculous pace, and the chaos is breaking out. And for some reason, uh, they refuse to point the finger where it should be pointed. Well, it's, you know, all those things true, but the school still has a responsibility. So they have to take the steps, given the kids that are coming there, uh... Oh, what was the guy? Now, let's see. It was the um, Patterson School. Joe Clark. Joe Clark is the principal that I interviewed several times who walked around with a bullhorn and a baseball bat. The superintendent of schools was mugged outside the principal's office. And that's when Joe Clark made national news by what he engaged in. So I don't know if they have any Joe Clarks in Brockton, but officially calling in the National Guard. I don't think this uh, governor will do it. I mean, you're talking about people with heavy weapons, etc., being brought into a school, and um, it takes uh, more than... That might even cause more difficulty, because what you put the National Guard into a situation they're not meant to deal with. you, you got to watch bringing the National Guard into any city situation or a situation like this. But just wanted to pass that on. One other story, too, to kind of close the loop on. They finally held a public meeting of the University Board of Trustees at Penn State. Anthony Lubrano, who I've had on the show, and we really went back and forth, uh, he's the one that proposed naming the football field there Paterno Field at Beaver Stadium. Notice what he's doing keeping both in 
and the creation of a day specifically honoring the longtime coach and his wife, Sue. Jay Paterno, the son, said now is not the time, and they shut it down. Uh, Last week when we talked about this, you could tell there's still this um, lingering defense mechanism, I think, around what happened there, although the greatest majority of listeners said, yeah, this is uh, ridiculous. I think they tried to co-opt it, involve the wife in this. Look, uh, the husband and wife, Joe Paterno and his wife, Sue, did great things for Penn State. They funded the library big time back in the day when they didn't have a whole lot. And they're to be honored for that. But you just can't go on with this defense mechanism because there's so many alumni and because this went so national. It's uh, just wrong. So at this point, they're not going to vote on it. They're not going to do it. That's where it stands. All right. uh, Coming up, let me go to the Earl of Tacconi, who's been waiting. See if we have better reception. Oh, my. Earl. Hey, Earl. Hello now. Yeah. Hi. The 2023 Caller of the Year. Not living up to the title, Earl. All right, Earl. How you doing? Uh, I've been slacking. This uh, whole uh, being the Caller of the Year, I haven't been keeping my end up. Uh, I've been uh, doing the Christmas tour, which kind of dropped off after December 26th. Right, I can't right, Earl, I'm going to put you on the hold. We got we to get this straight here. Whatever that. I don't know what that noise is. It's coming in. Let, let's see if we can do something about it, or I'll come back to you uh, right away. Uh, Joe in Exton on Talk Radio twelve ten. Mm-hmm. Hey Joe, good afternoon. Uh, yes, hello Dom, and good uh, good Tuesday afternoon. About uh, two years ago, during a Fourth of July celebration um, at the Art Museum steps, two pellets dropped out of the sky, and each pellet gently lands on the hat of two police officers who are patrolling the area. Uh Uh-huh. That's quirky. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I agree. I agree, agree, Joe. I didn't quite remember that one or where you were going. We'll put it down. All right, that's today's side question. It's based on... This horse galloping along 95. We're looking for something in our entire area that's quirky, like the Cavalcante escape and then manhunt. All right, we'll get to Earl first. In 2017, a cow escaped from a live nativity at an old city church. Yes, they put him back that. and he escaped again. It was in a parking garage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It was quite a scene. Or how- it, could, it could be a person. It could be an event. Yes. Well, that's not Philadelphia. Well, maybe. How about a horse hitting a home run versus Sandy Koufax? I don't think that's Philadelphia. No, that's uh, no, no, Mr. Ed. LA, yeah. yeah, Mr. Ed, that's L.A. All right, uh, jump in. Get your name into the hat. And uh, your reaction to several things. The Laura Trump interview today gave me a lot of hope. We talked about Tucker Carlson and just this stuff in Russia. Not a good luck. You don't need to go that far in order to make the point that's trying to be made here. And uh, in addition to that, the ongoing, it appears that President Trump is going to appeal. And that would mean a lot. Uh, all right, let's go to Earl and Tacconi on Talk Radio 1210. Try number all three. Right, all right, Earl, go right ahead. What do you have today, Earl? I've locked myself in the safe room. Okay. Uh, all so, right, um... good. Away from all the noise. Um, I was saving this for uh, famous uh, Polish people uh, in honor of Dan, but uh, since it has to do with horses, 
I fear, let me go and uh, play this. Uh, since I've been slacking, I'm going to drop uh, an atomic answer on you. Um, there was a uh, Polish immigrant who uh, worked for Blue Bell Clothing, and um, he had got a job working, um, making uh, clothes for rodeo uh, riders. And uh, eventually he started making clothing for uh, people in Hollywood, like uh, Roy Rogers and Tom Mix and uh, Gene Autry. And uh, his name was uh, uh, Bernard Lichtenstein, otherwise known as Rodeo Ben. And the fact that all the Western clothing that you know of from the 30s, 40s, and 50s, all the fancy suits with all the fancy embroidery, Mm -hmm. all that Western clothing didn't come from the West. It came from a little tailor shop on uh, West Columbia in Philadelphia. Wow. That's uh, very nice, Earl. Thank you very much. Took a much. while, but you did prove why you... Yes. Why is the 2023 call of the I year? know. We're Fantastic getting, information yeah, this yeah, guy has. That's, uh, that's pretty quirky. All right. Something quirky. Doesn't have to be in Philadelphia proper. It could be in the surrounding area. This horse galloping on 95 was uh, incredible. So that, that's what we're looking for. You get in at 855-839-1210. Uh, Joe Biden turning on Israel today, too, is the other story, pushing to uh, support another temporary ceasefire. What they're trying to do, there's this one area of Gaza heavily populated where, of course, Hamas, the remnants of it, have fled. And they don't want Israel to go in there to finally try to get a handle on this. Now, that will result in collateral damage. There's no doubt. We know that. But Israel... You know, how many days? I, I Just quick calculation. Let's see. October, November, December, January, February. We're coming up on what? Five months, getting close to that, since October 7th. You mean since October 7th, five months, not even there yet. We have forgotten exactly what they did, what Hamas did, what their supporters did, the surrogates. Of our, we've forgotten all that. Imagine if that happened to us. Do you think we would have the U.N., Joe Biden, or anyone else telling us what we were going to do to try to curtail Hamas. Dom Giordano Show, welcome in, everyone. 855-839-1210. So, uh, big non-story today. Nikki Haley gets a moment in the sun to say, I'm going to fight on to the bitter end, whatever the definition of... She said something about, until the last vote is counted. Where? When? All right, let me go to John in Conchi on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, John, welcome in. Yep. Hello there. Yes, hi, John. Hi there. Yes. You hear me okay? Yeah, John. Okay. I just want to say, just just first and quickly about that thing about uh, Tucker. I thought it was pretty interesting just for him to give some kind of comparison. Now, I don't think he was saying that uh, it's anything bad, but... Just a comparison about what goes on, because some people are interested. The other thing that I wanted to mention is, you say about this country is not that bad. I've been in business for plus 50 years, 81 years old, still in business, trying to run a business. And when I see something that's happening to Trump, I'll tell you what, this is railroading as far as I've ever seen it. And the only way that we possibly might win this is if everybody understands what's going on. Here's All the right, guy that's no, been... wait, wait a minute, though. That's clear. We know that. We, talk, we can talk about that. Is it a winning strategy, though, to start to bring Russia into it and say, oh, look at their subways, look at this. Why is our country so bad versus that? How's that a winning strategy? 
I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why you think he's bringing that in. It's just something that was on his agenda, I would guess, for him to show people what goes on in other countries, whether it be Russia, it could be China, it could be anywhere. Well, wait a minute. Well, why don't we show them what goes on? You have a murderous dictator who kills anybody he feels like. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't know that somebody couldn't get away with that in this country. There you go. Now, see, John, there you go. Come on, John. You just can't live like this. And go well, down this, this path. But 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 this is what's happening. We just had somebody convicted that ran a business the same as anybody. It could be me. It could be anybody. Granted, he, granted, he, granted, targeted for this. But there are repercussions of this. We have a system where we can win over this. We're not killing people like Putin does. You're not you're you're not going to get over this. This guy's been convicted by a non-jury by the government of the United States that doesn't want him to run, as it could be for anybody that's in a business. You can go borrow money. Hey, there's all kinds of things that says, well, you can borrow money. Well, can you get it? Can't you get it? This guy was running a business. He's convicted by non-jury. You don't have to convince me. There's a repercussion to this. Who's leading and will be the Republican nominee? Who's gaining gaining every time that this stuff happens? Who's gaining? Trump. I don't believe he is. I don't believe he is because there's so many people out there that can just hate him for being a business owner. And they think what some people automatically think what this uh, judge did is correct. Well, how many people think it's correct? uh, John, take a look at the polling. Take a look at what Trump's doing in election primary after primary. He's winning. Thank, Thank you, John. Look, it's not a winning strategy. It's about winning, is it? to say, we know exactly where John was going with this with Tucker Carlson. I mean, that's why Tucker's there, to compare and contrast what goes on there versus here. It's ridiculous. Yes, what has gone on here is targeting Trump, weaponizing this, okay? But there are a lot of innings to be played in this, including the biggest election in our lifetime. So there is a remedy to this. If you want to throw up your hands, get all emotional about it, and not be working toward one goal, winning, well then, yeah, they are going to win. All right, lightning round is next. The time has come for the final test. Uh, We usually call it the lightning round. All right, it is with that quirky story. Like, how many places you have a horse galloping across 95, maybe out racing cars? I bet there were people saying, get me that horse. I think it was Nick Kale. Uh, let's go to Mike in Hamilton. He said he would box it in the Kentucky Derby. Let's go to Mike in Hamilton. Mike, what's the quirky Philadelphia area thing? Don, I grew up uh, in the 50s at 638 West Menango Street. And we had some games we used to play because we didn't have ball field. We used to go to the corner and we used to play. There were a number of games we played. Pimple ball, half ball, moon ball, hose ball. All the, all the corners were the bases. So you went to the intersection, and one corner was home, first, second, mm-hmm. and third. You would, hit, you would hit the ball or whatever you were using with a, with a broomstick. Try hitting a six-inch piece of garden hose that somebody's swinging at you with a broomstick. Good game. I think New York might have a little bit of that, too, but it's a good one. Gary in uh, Newtown. Gary, what's yours today? 
Hey, hey, Dom, you've been around a little bit longer than I have, but for as long as I can remember, when you drive down 95, you get to, you get to, um, uh, uh, Dan's Neck of the Woods, Tacone, Bridge Street, and there's roads that go nowhere. I mean, they're back in construction again, but they've gone nowhere for 30 years, and I have no idea what they're all about. I have no idea where they go and where they're supposed to go. Well, put a lot of that in Philadelphia. Uh, Karen's got one that is quirky to fill this guy, very quirky, in North Carolina. Karen, what's yours? Hey, Dom. Um, when I was a kid, I used to meet my dad in Philly, and one day we were walking down Broad Street, and he says, there goes Harold Stassen. And I said, Dad, who the hell's that? And he said, well, he's been on the presidential ballot many times. And it's kind of a joke, but he always puts his name on the ballot. I think he was president of the University of Pennsylvania, maybe mayor of Philadelphia, too. He wasn't mayor, but, uh, but yeah, he, he ran for president six or seven times, I think. Ran for uh, governor twice. Too. Ran for governor twice. I think, yeah, he had a lot of losses. I'm reading a bio, Dan, of Nixon now, and Stassen was one of the uh, people Nixon's running or backing. So, uh, yeah, uh, quick one, Marjorie in Langhorn. Marge, what's yours? A few years back, there was a snow squall, and it was kind of a little bit unseasonal. And But it was a lot of snow coming down, and there was an accident or something on the turnpike. Well, lo and behold, a camel starts walking up the side of the turnpike, and I guess whoever, the, I think it was Teachable Kingdom Petting Zoo, um, I guess their car broke down or was stuck in the storm with another car that broke down, and there goes that camel walking up the road. Pretty good one. Uh, I'll have the horse. All right, Dan, give me a couple of the uh, contenders here today. Uh, Camel in a snowstorm was good. Um, the roads that go nowhere, Gary in Newtown, yeah. also a good answer. Rodeo Bend from Earl and Tacone. Right. Um, Frank Rizzo's Cumberbund. Uh, the story behind the Liberty Bell from Joe and Westchester is a historical oddity. Um, and uh, Harold Stassen, if we want a person, Dom. I think you know, the one that always gets me, Robert of Ben Salem, had it. The Nightstick and the Cumberbund. When Rizzo was police commissioner, giant cummerbund, Tasker Homes. How many mayors, future mayors or police commissioners do you see in that situation? All right, so Robert. Yeah, Robert, that your name goes into the hat. We'll do it all again tomorrow. We always take suggestions of side questions. Follow me on Twitter until tomorrow at Dom Show 1210 at Dom Show 1210. If you missed any of the uh, Laura uh, Trump interview, it's up on Twitter. It'll be up on the podcast. And in addition to that, thanks to Lou, who really energized people today, saying, with people like this at the RNC, I would contribute. We know what to do to win. question is getting out and doing it. Richie always next. Four big hours on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.